Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of A Level Up Podcast. Today's episode may seem a little different or a little strange for a human performance coach to be talking about, but trust me when I tell you that this uh, topic that we are going to talk about for the next little while is of a huge, huge importance to you. It will help your physical, your mental your emotional health. So it will. So what we are going to talk about today is physical organization. So when we're talking about decluttering. So this podcast is for people that feel overwhelmed, feel stressed, feel agitated within the area of physical organization. This is about creating awareness and an understanding to the importance of this topic. This is not about cleanliness. This is not about having a dust-free house. This is so much more than that. So it is. The idea of this episode is to help people gain some momentum, gain, gather that motivation and, you know, give them a kickstart into having a more organized physical environment on a long-term basis. So why is it that I feel important, uh, beg your pardon, that I feel important, that this area feels, um, that this area is important to me? And quite simply, that I have witnessed firsthand time and time and time again through the fitness industry um, that I have witnessed people becoming stressed, that agitation you know, the point of overwhelm because of constantly feeling that they have to chase their tail because they are not organized within their, uh, for a lot of people, their their home life. Um, this is one of the biggest benefits that I feel that I have gained through the fitness industry that um, that working with people in close proximity and, you know, chatting to about everyday living and understanding human beings on a deeper level. And this is why I find this area so fascinating is because of those chats. Everything that I talk about here today is because of ongoing conversations and witnessing how stressed people get because uh, of physical of physical organization. So I have seen the effects that it caused and we're going to talk about the effects now in a few minutes, but I have witnessed them through chatting to people over the course of 15 years. This is not a case of, you know, you know, chatting with five people or 10 people or a group of 20 people. This is ongoing, excuse me, this is ongoing over the course of 15 years. And also through my own personal experience, I think I gain the motivation. I find this area easier than other people is because of what I witnessed through my my fitness clients. That it it allows it allows me to build on that momentum because because I have a hold of this area, I find that it helps me right across, right across the board. That it does help me with my physical and my mental and my emotional help. It gives me that freedom that I think a lot of people don't get to don't get to experience. And then quite simply, if you look at the ongoing studies around the area of clutter, there are 
so many research papers based on this topic. And it is because the overwhelm that we feel in our brain, it increases our stress hormone, what we call cortisol. It increases the cortisol levels in our brain purely because we have visual disruption on a regular basis. The constant visual reminders of disorganization in our home life, or if it be in our work, in our work life, that does not help us, that creates this overwhelm, that creates that stress. Now, before we go any further, I just want to voice that there is no judgment to anybody here. It is not a quote unquote bad thing if you are a disorganized person, if you have a lot of clutter in your house, if you, you know, want to call it a messy house, whatever it be. That is, that's, that's not what the point of, this is not for anybody to feel, to feel guilty. There are so many different types of people out there. You will have people that will have a cluttered home, but are very much so content and happy in their home. And I think that is awesome. This is not the episode for you. You will have other people that again will have a lot of clutter in their physical environment and are not content and are very much so unhappy in where they live. And this is why I am talking about this topic today. So if we look at the area of organization, it is a skill and a skill takes time to build upon. It takes practice. This is not a one-stop shop. I cannot repeat that enough. This is going to take time it, through trial and error for you to, to get a hold of. So the author, James Clear, he wrote the book Atomic Habits, a book that I cannot recommend enough. But he talks about in that book about getting systems in place. And I do believe in my own personal experience that uh, this is definitely an area to build a system. And, you know, it's different for everybody. What works for one person won't work for, for another person. It needs to cater for your needs. I could have someone come into, into our home. We do not, we don't have a huge amount of storage in our kitchen. So we are limited with the space that we can use. And for some people, they will probably think it's confusing the way we have laid things out in our presses. But it works for us. It is a system that was put in place that works for our home. And that's what I'm voicing to you. Whatever works for you, it may just seem daft or confusing to another person. It does not matter. If it makes your day easier, happy days, happy days. Now, what the thing you need to know or more so voice to yourself is, are you committed to this process? You know, have you the discipline to be organized every day? And if not every day, on a regular basis. And if not, then you need to be okay with how things are. You don't bring in the excuses. You don't blame this on yourself, on anybody else or anything else. You need to let go and continue on with your with your life. Okay, because it is a process. This is not something that's going to happen over the case of two or three hours. You are not going to create a system of organization throughout your home in the space of those couple of hours. Okay, because a decluttered life is about building on daily habits and habits are not formed overnight and they're certainly not formed over 21 days. Drop that myth. Okay, now if you're wondering in your head while you're listening to this that, you know, it seems like too much work that you don't have the time for it, it's not the case. It is not the case at all. 
the biggest portion of work is of course at the beginning but it gets easier as it goes on when you um when you have trialed the different systems that you want to do to and you'll tweak this as you go along you'll find an even better way for to to help you um with organization so you will so just just try and and, and remember that and just voice yourself ask yourself that are you willing to put in the effort here now i have witnessed um, through the conversations with people, the different negatives, the 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 downfalls, if you want to say, because of having physical clutter in your home. What I am voicing here is both through my own personal experience, but also from um, different forms of research. Okay, so this isn't just, you know, plucked out of the air. The first one that I am going to voice, people are probably going to think that this is crazy. This is just like, how could something like such a small area create chaos but trust me like I said I have witnessed this so the first negative if you want to say the first um downfall to living with um a lack of organization if you want to say in the physical in the physical environment is relationship strain okay so there's two ways to look at this you could be a person that is setting unrealistic targets for yourself that you feel the guilt and the shame because your home is not the way you think it quote unquote should be so you end up you know snapping at the your loved ones getting annoyed with the kids or just putting an unnecessary pressure on your partner or whoever it may be because you think you should be a certain way. And then there's another way to look at this, that you're putting unnecessary pressure again under your partner or whoever it is you live with because you think they should be living up to a to a certain level, that they're not pulling their weight around here. So relationship strain without fail is very much so involved in this topic. So it is. Another area to look at is your productivity. Okay, a cluttered a cluttered area steals your productivity. It distracts you. It competes for your attention and it leaves you feeling behind. So it does. And you can imagine someone that is working at home at the moment because of the pandemic. And if it be their office space is in an office or it's in a spare room or the kitchen or the sitting room or wherever it may be. And the clutter that surrounds them is catching their attention. Or if you are someone that's, you know, just at home and you're doing chores and you're bouncing from one chore to the next to the next and over here and then you're over there and then you're behind you and then you're in that room because you are distracted because there's so much to do. You're you're just chasing your tail all of the time. Okay, so that has got to do with your productivity. Um, and then another one is the emotional toll that a cluttered space, um, that a cluttered environment can have on you. Um, the sense, the feeling of guilt and shame that it triggers. And the example that I'm going to use, I guarantee you every listener here is going to nod in agreement that you've either been the person that has voiced what I'm about to say, or you've been on the receiving end. So you are somebody, you step in the front door, you're visiting your friend, and they're just blurting out straight away. Oh, Lord, don't look at there. No, it's a mess. Just no, just come away from that room. Lord, don't go in there. Oh, gosh, it's a mess. Or, you know, you're complimenting something um, in their hall and they're like, oh, gosh, no. Oh, Lord, it's a mess. Oh, I'd love to just no, no, no. It's just messy. And it's oh, it's so dusty and 
and you know the the, the list goes on so you're, you're either the person that has voiced it or you have heard it because there's a little bit of embarrassment there's a little bit of shame or guilt with how you um how you feel towards your home and there are and I trust me folks there are people out there that try and avoid having visitors in their home because of the way their physical environment is. Okay, so this is very much so real. And this is why I wanted to record this episode is because like they're not, they to me are unnecessary downfalls to have that we can get a hold of our physical environment. We can um, build upon a decluttered life. And like I said, it just, it takes time. And I think if we can take the strain off our relationships, if we can drop that unnecessary pressure that we have on ourselves, or if we can build on our productivity levels, why not try it? Why not try it? Now, if we flip this and look at the benefits to having an organized, um, an organized physical environment, and this this one that I'm about to voice is the main the main benefit that I get out of it is clarity and control. OK, having the control over your again, if it be your home, your your workplace, wherever it may be, that it allows you to move through your day with ease. And when you have that control, it brings about freedom. And I would have been asked that question before because I would be an organized, um, habitual and structured person that, you know, does not take away from your freedom. And it does the complete opposite. I have more time. I have much more freedom because I am an organized person because I don't have that sense of, of chasing my tail as such. Okay. It is less work in the long term. The, the biggest effort that you have to put in is at the beginning. So it is where um, as time goes on, that that will dwindle, that will lower. So it is definitely less everyday work in the long term. Your uh, Your productivity levels will go up. You don't have that visual distraction anymore. You don't have that visual trigger competing for your attention. So that is very much so a... A, um, a big plus. So it is. And of course, because of all of, uh, of the things that I have voiced already, your happiness levels are going to go up, like which is, which is a given. When you have more control over your life, when you have less work on the long-term basis, when your productivity levels go up, of course, you're going to be happy. So yeah, you're going to have that sense of freedom. So yeah. And with that, like, you know, will come a sense of contentment that I spoke about a little while ago, that contentment and joy and happiness with where you live. And because of that, that will bring about a sense of calm. And that's the way I do explain it, that I just have that calm on a regular basis. Not necessarily. I think I'd be very much so lying if I were to say uh, every day, but on a regular basis, just that sense of calm because I feel my physical environment is is under order. It's it's organized. Now, what I'm going to do now, I'm going to run through 10 tips slash habits to help you, to help motivate you to to get on top of your physical environment. This episode is not a step-by-step guideline to help you um 
start to tell you how to start going about decluttering your life. This is just to give you that deeper understanding, that deeper why in um, in moving forward with with gaining control of your of your physical environment. Okay, they're all very random. These are things that I've plucked from my head that I believe is important that if I were to have a sit down and have a conversation with you right now, these are probably the tips that I am going to 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 give. So bear with me. Number one, I voiced it already, but I'm going to voice it again. You need to take on board that this is a process. There is no end destination when it comes to uh, organizing your physical environment. It's like your fitness goals. You don't gain your fitness goals or get your fitness goals at the gym and say, right, that's it. I'm done. Happy days. No more workouts evermore. Okay. You will go into what they call a maintenance program. And it's the same with decluttering your home. You will have to maintain it on a regular basis. But as time goes on, just like the gym, you won't have to put in just as much effort. So you won't. Okay. Number two, give yourself time to get organized. This is not something you are going to do over an hour or two. You need to prioritize this. Put this in your diary on the planner. If it be two or three Saturdays in a row or if it be a full weekend and make it your priority. You voice no to anybody that wants to meet up. You just need to have this at the top of your to-do list. So give yourself the time to get organized. Number three, finish each cycle. This may seem daft to some people, but trust me on this. This is a really good everyday habit to build upon. Okay, so here's an example. You get home from work, you um, you take off your uniform, get out of your work clothes, uh, put on your lounge gear and off you go and you have the rest of the evening free. Okay, stop right there. Put away your work clothes. Hang up the shirt, hang up the skirt, put whatever clothes needs to be in the laundry get them off the bed. I know this seems daft. I know you are probably rolling your eyes up, but I don't care. I don't care because trust me on this. The same goes for when you're having dinner. You just finish, you go over and you put your plate beside the sink and off you go and you put your feet up for a little while because you've had a busy day. The kids have stressed you out. Work was crazy. Okay, finish the cycle. Scrape the food off the plate, put it in the dishwasher or put it in the sink that's full of hot water and takes two it takes two minutes takes not even two minutes to wash to wash that um to wash that plate it's just that when it comes to the end of the day and we are chasing our tail we're overwhelmed we're trying to get organized for the next day we are what you you're finishing the cycles that you could have done earlier on in the day now I know in the moment it's a bit of work a bit of extra work but trust me trust me that it is well worth the effort because it just each of those cycles build on top of each other all right number four keep things out of your head now so this isn't necessarily got to do with physical um physical decluttering but I think it is important that if it's a case of having a calendar getting a planner and putting them up and finding a space on the wall and have it as a visual trigger for your appointments, for birthdays to remember, for anniversaries to remember, whatever it may be, have it somewhere where you see it. There is enough chaos going on in our mind and if we can help ourselves with a a visual trigger, we'll then let that calendar, let that planner be it. 
Okay, try and just create a little bit more calm in our mind because it'll stop us from uh, becoming as overwhelmed with the physical clutter that we see. Okay, number five, this is where I'm going to get a little bit harsh with people. Give everything a home or get rid of it. Be picky with the items that you have in your home, folks. Okay, everything needs a home. It needs a purpose. It needs a reason for where it is sitting in your home. We do not need five lasagna dishes. End of story. You do not need three separate sets of of glasses. Whatever it may be, question everything that you have in your home. Okay, the same goes for presents that people are buying you and you have something sitting there and you're like, well, I can't get rid of that. Like, do you mean my auntie Betty got me that? So she did three years ago and you haven't worn it yet or you haven't used it yet. I know that sounds really harsh and it might come across rude, but trust me, I am without a doubt, like I am a tremendously grateful person. When people think of me and buy me a gift, I am so, so happy. But if I will not wear it or if I will not use it, I have no problem getting rid of it because I'm just insulting a person by leaving it, you know, buried at the back of the wardrobe or just thrown in the spare room. Whereas I will think of someone that will really appreciate it, that item, and I will give it to them. Okay. Um, same goes for things that uh, that were a bargain. Oh, sure, I can't get rid of that. That was 75% off. Still has a label and it's sitting in your wardrobe for the last 18 months. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. You either wear it, use it, or get rid of it. Everything needs a home. It needs a purpose. Okay, so that's a tough one. Number six, daily items need to be easy to reach. So it is okay for you to have a styly home or have your home look in a certain way. That's absolutely fine. There's no judgment there. But your home needs some form of functionality. Okay, um, have the everyday things, have them easy to reach out. Don't have them tucked away because it looks neat or it looks pretty and then you have to pull things apart to get to it. The everyday items need to be easy. And this is where the system comes in play. This is where the trial and error is that as time goes along that you will see a better place to to put an item in because it's easier to get to because you use it every day. Okay, so that's 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 another um that's another key one. Number seven, sentimental clutter. So I could probably do an episode alone on sentimental clutter. So I'm going to try and keep it brief. When it comes to sentimental clutter, take it slowly, honor your memories, um, but just try and witness or become aware that are you keeping that that sentimental item. Um, just so you can linger in the past. Okay, now obviously it depends on what this item uh, item is and how sentimental it is. But just remember that, you know, life is, you know, it's not about the things that we have or that we keep. It's about, you know, love and connection. And I know that is going to sound airy-fairy to some people, but hang on a second. Think back and question, are you the person that gets agitated with your kids, that snaps at your partner because you are constantly chasing your tail, because you are seeing the visual reminders in in your home? If you are nodding and agreeing with that, well then question the sentimental clutter or any form of clutter that is in your house and is stopping you from having nicer or kinder or more loving or present moments with 
you're with your people in your life. So in other words, that love and connection, that is what life is about. It's not about stuff that is collecting dust at the back of your closet. Okay, number eight, be aware of the clutter hotspots. So this is for when you have done the main declutter weekend, if you want to say, and time goes on and you have a certain amount of clutter hotspots. Keep an eye on them. So for me, it's our spare room. So we would not have a lot of storage in our room. It's not an overly large, uh, large house, but I, I feel I need to be, I need to be very much so aware of those hotspots because uh, I have my office space in the spare room. So I want to maintain a good energy level and that, and I don't want to be collecting rubbish. So I don't. So just be aware of the hotspots because that is where you're going to find that you're going to go on a regular basis just to, to to put things, to throw them away or just to get rid of them and get rid of them to keep your sitting room organized or to keep your kitchen organized. Okay, so be aware of that. Number nine, evaluate why you have so much stuff. All right. I would recommend that, you know, grabbing a cup of tea and just having a potter around your house for 20 or 30 minutes and just look at what you have now. You do not do this with judgment. You do this lovingly and kindly and, you know, with respect to to yourself and the people that live in the house and just question why it is you have the stuff that you have or why you are keeping the stuff. Now, this is a lovely journal question for anybody that's into journaling, but just maybe have a wonder about, because again, this episode is about creating awareness. And even if it's just, even if you do this with one room and you're Let's take the kitchen because we use it so often and you're looking into the presses and then you realize you have six sachets of of stir fry sauces and you haven't used them in the last six months. And why is it that, you know, you keep going back to buy it? Now, who knows what the answer is and we don't need to answer it here, but you would be surprised how deep that question can actually go. Not necessarily got to do with stir fry sashes, but you know where, where I'm coming from, hopefully. Just have a look. It just, again, can create that little bit of motivation to say to yourself that, you know what, stop, stop this. This needs to change. I have far too much stuff and I'm now just realizing it. Okay. And number 10, the final one. Look at your why. Okay, you guys, if you follow me on social media, you will hear me talk about this no matter what the area is. Look at the why. Why is it that you want to get organized in your um, in your physical environment? Why is it that you want to remove the clutter? For some people, this will go really deep um, or somewhat deep is probably it really might be a little bit of extreme, but everybody's different. So again, it might go back to you thinking about how often you snap at your kids, at your, you know, your housemates, your partners, whoever it is that you're living with, or you see how it is creating a domino effect into other areas of your life. You see that you're constantly chasing your tail. You're never organized. You're always running out the door because you're not organized in the mornings before work and you want to change that. Okay, so look at your why. So let's run back through the tips really quickly. Take on board that this is a process. There is no end destination, okay? Forever more folks you want, you need to be dedicated to this. Number two, give yourself time to get organized. Put it in the planner, okay? It needs to be a priority. Number three, finish each cycle. Don't let those cycles stack up as the day goes along. 
Number four, keep things out of your head. So get a physical space on the wall and put a planner up, put a calendar up and just dump it out of your head. Number five, give everything a home or get rid of it. Okay. Question why you have five lasagna dishes. Number six, daily items need to be easy to reach. Okay. So think of the word functionality there. Number seven, sentimental clutter. Take it slowly, honor the memories, but question why you are keeping them. Number eight, be aware of the clutter hotspots. Number nine, evaluate why you have so much stuff. A really good journal question. And number 10, look at your why. Why is it, excuse me, that you want to become more organized? Folks, that is it. I am leaving it there. This episode is much longer than what I thought it would be, but I just, I needed to voice it. Please, as always, ask your questions, get in touch with me. If I can help in any way, I would love to help. If there's further questions with regards to this particular topic, please do ask, please do ask. But until next time, enjoy your day. Have an awesome, it's a weekend here if you're listening to it. But yeah, until next time, folks, see you soon.